We are hearing and reading a lot about Scotty Scheffler these days, but I wanted to see if we can unpack his mindset to try to understand how Scotty thinks on and off the golf course so that we too can glean lessons from him to apply in our own lives that will not only help improve the quality of our life, but also our game. This is the Mastering Mindset Podcast with Dr. Matt. Number one. All right, let's talk about Scotty's faith. Now, why is it so important to have a deeper purpose to life and in what we do? How does connecting with something bigger than us allow us to play and think more freely and better during the most stressful and pressure-filled moments of our lives? You see, in 1995, Bob Buford wrote a book called Halftime, and he popularized this concept of moving from success to significance. He noticed that there's no true success without significance, and the power of being in service to others can actually fill us up more with happiness and joy and living a more meaningful life than the accumulation of wealth, power, status, or fame can ever do. In fact, there was this palliative caregiver named Bronnie Ware, and she spent many years at the bedside of literally those who were dying on their deathbed. And she wrote a powerful article from her experience, which she called the top five regrets of the dying. Bronnie noticed that at the end of people's life, they didn't care so much about being rich or successful or how much they accumulated things in life. In fact, those were often the regrets that they had because that replaced what they wished for. They wished that they had more meaningful relationships in their life, that they didn't work as hard, that they had more purpose and spent more time being in joy, appreciating the everyday moments. Scotty Scheffler, he actively lives out God's purpose for his life. Now, it doesn't matter if he's flipping burgers or winning masters. Scotty's identity is first and foremost grounded as a follower of Jesus Christ. What he does in life is what he does. It's not who he is. After the recent master's win, Scotty was asked about what was going through his mind, and he told the reporters, he said, the reason why I play golf is because I'm trying to glorify God and all that he has done in my life. For me, my identity isn't a golf score. That's what he said. And the reporters followed up with a question. He said, so does that free you up in the moment, Scotty? Does that make you less nervous? And Scotty said, 100%. You see, in the Bible, there is a story of a master who leaves his home and entrusts his belongings and his property to his servants. And according to each of their ability, the servants are given a number of talents, at that time money, before he left. And the first two servants took the talents that they were given and multiplied them, putting them to good use so that when the master returned, the talents doubled, their earnings doubled for the master. And the master was so pleased with what they did and the talents that they were entrusted, which he was able to receive more. 
And because of that, the master gave them more. The third servant, now he was afraid of losing the talents that he was given. And he was afraid of his master. So he hid his talents in the ground until the master returned. And when the master came back, the third servant went to the master and said, here's your talent back. I hid it so I wouldn't have, you know, I didn't lose it. But the master was disappointed in this because the talents were intended to be used for good and to multiply instead of kept to oneself, hidden. The moral of the story here is that when we have a God-given gift, it's our duty to do everything we can to cultivate this gift so that it becomes a blessing not only to God, but also to the world and others, to be in service of others. Living a purpose-filled life and finding meaning in what we do can make all the difference in the world. Don't wait around until you're at the top of your career or in your field or later in life to live a flourishing, more meaningful life. Instead, start now and put serious thought into what will make your life more meaningful, more joyful and fulfilled. All right, number two, get off the hedonic treadmill. What often happens is that people say to themselves, I'll be happy when dot, dot, dot. You can fill in the blank with whatever you want here. I'll be happy when I win a major. I'll be happy when I finally win that golf tournament. I'll be happy when I finally get a full scholarship to college. We often think that when we finally achieve the goal, then we'll be happy, right? But if you've ever experienced this and actually finally win or achieve that goal that you've always wanted, we may experience a short burst of temporary happiness, but it's short. And right after that, we return to our set point of happiness, which is probably whatever we felt before we achieved this goal. And then we look for the next fix, whatever that might be in the future. And subconsciously, when we're chasing after this happiness, we're telling ourselves that we're not happy now, that I will be happy when and defer our happiness to some future event. This is called the hedonic treadmill. And we mistakenly pursue happiness in external things, which never works. Because in the end, it doesn't last. Before we know it, we're back to where we started, unhappy and searching for the next fix to make us happy in the future. Like Scotty and how he set mantras throughout the Masters, instead of waiting until he won the tournament to be happy, he chose to be happy regardless of the results, with where he was currently at, whether he won or not. Instead, he focused on his identity as much more than a golfer or the results of his golf by appreciating his family, his friends, his faith, and cultivated this attitude of gratitude. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true. When you do this, you begin to hunt for the good stuff in your life right now. And this is what psychologists call benefit finding. It's to find the beauty and the joy in everyday life. Number three, surround yourself with a great supportive team. 
Scotty had a very specific request in looking for Caddy. He wanted someone who he could share his faith with and talk about faith both on and off the golf course. Ted Scott, Scotty's caddy, has caddied on the PGA Tour for over 21 years, and he was a longtime caddy for Bubba Watson. He is a strong Christian with very strong values, and he keeps things lighthearted. If you just watch his Instagram feeds, Ted Scott, and he's, he's a jokester. I mean, his personality with the combination of his strong faith is exactly what Scotty Scheffler was looking for, is what he wanted and needed. It's so important to surround yourself with the right people and to have the right support that's going to bring out the best in you in the times that matter most. Number four, being sincerely okay in making mistakes. In various interviews throughout this past week, Scotty said on multiple occasions that whatever he does is what he does. It's not who he is. And because of that, he's able to fully accept himself in spite all the mistakes that he might make because he knows who he is is separate from what he does. The morning of the final round of the Masters, Scotty wrote himself a personal handwritten note on a 3x5 card. On this note, he wrote, If I win this golf tournament, it will change my life on the golf course, but it won't change my personal life at home. Winning the golf tournament isn't going to satisfy my soul or my heart. I know that going in, so I'm able to play freely knowing that the rest isn't really up to me. I'm just going to do my best. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that beautiful? It would be so great if all of us, including myself, are able to write a personal handwritten note to ourselves and read it in the morning of a big event, just like what Scotty did to remind himself of what really matters in life. This helps to get his mind right and his intentions straight before we enter a big event. My wife tells me all the time, high involvement, low attachment. To me, that means do the best you can and go all in while you're giving it your best. But whatever the results may be, do not attach yourself to the outcome, good or bad. And lastly, number five, high performers find a way to compete, to show up and execute in spite of how they feel. In the morning of his final round, Scotty said, I cried like a baby this morning. I was so stressed out. I didn't know what to do. I mean, I was sitting there telling Meredith, his wife, I don't think I'm ready for this. I just feel overwhelmed. Now, regardless of how he felt, even if every fiber of his body wanted to hide, to cave in and cover himself under his blankets, he went out there, he put on his clothes, he strapped up his boots, and he showed up. And not only did he show up, he showed up to play. He trusted his process. He trusted his training. He's trusted himself, his team, and his higher purpose and what he was about to do in this career-defining moment. 
He did not trust his feelings. He showed up for the moment in spite of how he felt. Even as the world's number one golfer, we will get overwhelmed by our feelings and our thoughts at times. We'll feel fear. We will worry. And we'll even occasionally have emotional breakdowns. But the difference between a world's number one player versus the rest of us is that even though they might feel all these feelings, they still show up. They still commit and they believe and they play to win. I tell my athletes all the time that confidence is an action. It's a verb that we must train and learn how to do a behavior that we reinforce no matter how we feel. Confidence is not a feeling we wait around for. And just like Scotty, he may not have felt the most confident that morning, but he showed up to the course with confidence. He showed up to that Sunday round of the 2022 Masters to win. How are we showing up in our life? We might be tired. We might be run down. We might want to cave in after we ran that mile. We want to breathe and we would just want to sit down for a rest. But if we believe our emotions, our body will follow. Rather than letting our emotions dictate our body, allow yourself to hold yourself grounded, strong, Let your body dictate how you're going to feel. Thank you for tuning in to the Mastery Mindset Podcast. I really hope you enjoy these episodes as we continue on exploring what golf taught me about.